0: Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. We'll help you find that unicorn known as work-life balance and keep you laughing and learning every episode. So let's dive in.
1: Welcome to another episode of Elite Life Podcast. I am Kylie, and with me is the ever-lovely Trish. And today, um, we are going to dive deep on something that seems simple, but sounds really strange.
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm excited to hear. (laughs) Also, let's start with make sure you listen to the very end, because we are going to give you four very specific things that are going to make your life great.
1: Yes. Thank you for that. You're All right. So let's jump in. So I've been reading Atomic Habits by James Clear, and he discusses the idea of becoming the person you want through identity metamorphosis. And I don't think he actually calls it that in the book. <laughs> I think I coined that phrase myself. So let's put a TM on that. Um, and, and there are a lot of things about the person you are now that you want to change. Like, I want to be healthier. So I start thinking of habits that healthy people have. They, um, you know, they don't binge eat five bowls of cereal before they go to bed. They take a vitamin. They make sure that they're consuming clean foods. They're moving their body consistently throughout the week. Um And... You know, and I start practicing those habits and eventually as they become subconscious, second nature, now I'm a healthy person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought of you because I remember that story you told me in the office about becoming a hugger. <laughs> Can you share that, please? Because that's one of my favorite Trish stories.
2: I will, I will. So I was raised in a very staunch um German family where like nobody like everybody just you'd go to you'd go to like Christmas Eve and nobody hugged anybody it was just like oh here are your very old you know aunts and and everybody kind of like sat in a circle and like it just wasn't like super like cuddly right and um I realized over time that I'm kind of like that too because it just was like kind of how I was raised so I was I would always be awkward because our side of the family the apontes are huggers oh my gosh so I would get stuck in this middle ground between like who hugs and who doesn't so then I would just feel like just awkward around people so I didn't hug any anybody because it was like, are you a hugger? Are you not a hugger? Are you a hugger? Are you not a hugger? Um, But I decided that, you know, as I was going through transforming my identity in my mid twenties and I was working on my fitness and losing weight and changing my life, um, somewhere along those lines, I decided I wanted to be a hugger too. Like I like hugs and it makes me feel happy. And when other people hug me, I'd always be like, oh, that was really nice. And so we had a Christmas party at Elite. And I had walked up to one of our like new agents, and I and it was like the end of the night. And I'm like, I don't know if you're a hugger, but I'm a hugger, so here you go. And I hugged her, and later on, like weeks go by, and Dave was telling the story to somebody, and he's like, It was so funny because my wife just decides that she's these things, and then she is. So, like the other day, we were at the Christmas party, and she's like, I'm a hugger. And in my mind, I was like, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like dying laughing. And so I love to tell that story to people because it's like once you keep speaking it out loud... It becomes who you are. Like I remember when Andy became a vegetarian, and he just kept saying, "I eat plants. I eat plants. I eat plants." Like he just walk around the office randomly saying, "I eat plants," and he hasn't ate meat in like three years, you know.
1: And that's that's exactly what James Clear is talking about. So like you identify the things that um, you you want in a specific personality or a specific area, and even if you you know you implement them and you. Might not be perfect. It's progress, not perfection, right? Eventually, it becomes second nature. And that's kind of, um, you know, he... How do I how do I put it? He teaches us that to begin these new habits, um, to our cur- our current identity finds them unpleasant, mm-hmm. um, and or not fun or or hard, um, and we need to make them as easy as possible. So I started by doing this thing called habit stacking that he talks about in his book, and I think we've touched on it before. Um, so basically, um, you have a new habit you want to implement, and you tie it to something that you're already doing, and uh, the habits that I mentioned earlier, like taking a vitamin, moving my body, hydrating, I linked those to habits that I already do. So I wake up in the morning every day. Thank God I wake up every day, right? <laughs> the first thing I do, we all do it, we go to the bathroom, and then I wash my face. Those are my two non-negotiables for 5.30, 4.30, 6.30 whenever I wake up, Um And then I start the coffee. And then, so those are the first things I do. And I decided to stack my vitamin habit into my regular morning routine because for whatever reason, I'm a 33-year-old woman, I cannot consistently take a vitamin to save my life. Like if our family's lives depended on me taking a vitamin for like a week straight, we're all hosed, we're going to go meet Jesus and that's going to be the end of it. And I don't know why, because it seems so simple, but like like life gets chaotic, right? Or fire start and you have to just kind of, You know, figure out what happened. So I would always forget to take vitamin. So now I get up, I go to the bathroom, I take my vitamin, and then I wash my face and I make the coffee. And I even put the vitamins in the medicine cabinet in the bathroom because it's right there. It's right there.
2: Nice. I did that as well with um, writing my goals in journaling for whatever odd reason I could not... I just would forget, right? Like when you get in the morning, you start in your morning routine. And then when you're at the end of the night, I'm tired. So I'm like falling asleep. So I did the exact same thing. I took my 10X journal and I put it in the bathroom because I know every day I brush my teeth, right? I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, brush my teeth, brush my teeth. So I had to put my journal in my um, cabinet in the bathroom so that I could sit on the edge of my bathtub and write my goals in journal. And I will tell you, as soon as I took that journal out of the bathroom because I filled it up, stop doing it again you got it you have to tie it you have to tie them together so as soon as i recognize that i put another one back in the bathroom because that tying tying those two habits or like you called it habit stacking are crucial so my vitamins i will tell you i had to do that too i keep um the seven day vitamin pack i keep it in my lunchbox because i'm gonna eat lunch every day so i pull it out but i'll tell you again like every night i undo it so if my vitamins are empty then i have to refill it and put it back in there because as soon as i take it out of the lunchbox and set it in my desk drawer set it in my house
1: there it is yeah absolutely so um one thing that he talks about that's important is figuring out where to stack your new habit Um, I could have stacked mine at the end of the day or like you at lunchtime. But what I found was that washing my face is the one thing I cannot start my day without. I cannot live without on days when I don't wash my face being sick or, or for whatever reason, um, there are days when I don't have clean washcloths. but you know, um, I don't feel as good. I'm not as motivated. I mean, and I will tell you, I can go the whole day without like drinking coffee, um, you know, and things like that. But if I don't wash my face, I can't start my day. So I decided to put the vitamin before the face wash because he talks even further about, finding a good place in your routine to stack that to where you have a regular habit, like going to the bathroom, then you have your new habit, and then you have your most rewarding habit. So for some people, that would be coffee. So they would want to put their new habit before they start drinking their coffee, right? And it's all a mentality thing. And what I love about this book is that he talks about how eventually habits become subconscious because that's what they do. Um, most people don't think of breathing, walking, talking, moving as a habit, but those are all habitual subconscious things that that our bodies do. And if we had to do them subconsciously, nothing else would get done because like every 30 seconds, you'd be like, breathe, hopefully sooner than that, right?
2: Right, <laughs> right. And right. that makes so much sense for sure, definitely. And – um. All great, great tips. I'm excited to get to the four the four specifics, but let's just take one quick pause. Okay. And um, then we'll come back and give them the four, the four nuggets.
1: Yeah, don't go away. Come back to us. It'll blow your mind.
0: You're listening to The Elite Life. Elite Life. We'll be right back after this message.
3: Realtors. Are you so over spinning your wheels, spending more money than you're making? Sick and tired of buying leads that have already talked to six other agents? Then stop. MyStarsAcademy.com offers real estate training, coaching, and business scaling for agents and brokers. It's your turn to learn from experts in the real estate, mortgage, title, and home warranty fields. Their combined knowledge brings you over 80 years of experience, so you do not want to miss this opportunity that only MyStarsAcademy.com offers. This is your one-stop shop to learn from multiple experts in the industry in one space at your pace. These coaches have boots-on-the-ground experience and track records of success at all levels in the industry. Agents have been using this program for years to ensure they ramp up quickly, 10x their checks, and level up their real estate business. And brokers use this trusted system to train their agents, which saves them time and frees them up to do what they do best. Make that money! The Agent Accelerator program has training modules on everything you need to know from business setup and goal tracking to finding free leads and even how to leverage your social media to build a constant flow of clients. We teach you how to convert more leads, which convert to more closings and equals more money in your pocket. Plus, we offer a money back guarantee, so you have nothing to lose and tons of knowledge, tools, and resources to gain. So head over to mystarsacademy.com today so you can start making more money now.
0: Welcome back to the Elite Life business, and life talks to help you get a little better every day. Here are your hosts, Kylie and Trish.
2: Welcome back to the Elite Life Podcast. You are just in time for us to go over the four... Laws of behavior change. We all have something that we'd like to change, right? Whether it's get more healthy or remember my vitamin or work out every day or write down my goals or journal or meditate, right? We're all always working to become better versions of ourselves, a little bit better than we were yesterday. And Kylie's going to share with us four specific things we can do to make those dreams come true.
1: Yeah, and, and understanding the power of these four laws makes it super easy to start new habits. Um, so we're gonna do this uh, without too many spoiler alerts. Um, if you haven't encountered this book, highly, highly recommend that you get your hands on it. I It sat on my shelf for so, so long and now it's literally changing my life. So I'm so glad I picked this up. Um, so, the first law is to make it obvious. this means that you're aware of your current habits and what prompts those current habits so um, habits by nature are rooted in our subconscious, like we talked about before, like breathing, walking, you don't usually think about them. being aware of your habits brings them to the forefront because if they're if they're subconscious, you can't change them they're like up on a high shelf you just you just don't have access to it. Um, and when you bring them to the forefront by being aware and being, making it obvious, you're able to actually start affecting that change. Does that, does that make
2: sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that goes both ways, right? Positive habits and negative habits. So when I was, um, watching a video when we used to train in Cardone University, they talked about like how to get rid of bad habits. So for example, if you smoke And you notice that every time you see an ashtray, you feel like smoking get rid of all the ashtrays in your house, right? So you have to realize you have the habit or realize the habits you're doing and then decide, is it a good or a bad habit? Do I want to keep it or make it go away? Do I want to implement something new? So being aware, being aware of what you're doing on a daily basis. And you know it would be a good process to become aware of those things and see where you have habits is what I did with you when we first started coaching, log three days of your life, Mm -hmm. three full days. So wake up in the morning and write down, Everything you do, do it for three days and see what am I doing every day? What are my triggers, right? Yep,
1: take stock for sure. So, like for me, um, like I mentioned before, one of my habits is the kids go down and it's freaking snack time. (laughs) And I will be solid all day. I will crush my food goals all day long. I'm eating all the grapes and the tuna and the salads and the protein and I'm getting all of that stuff. But for whatever reason, Not whatever reason, but because I've trained my body to eat sugary, salty things after 8.30, that time rolls around and I'm craving sugary, salty things. So Ryan and I talked about it. We're going to take all of the things in the house that we shouldn't be eating. They're out of the house now. We're not buying them anymore. You have told me this 5,000 times and it only lasts for a little while because Kroger keeps putting my cereal on sale. So that's the other thing. We're not having it in the house, and everything that we usually snack on that is good for us, because um, like we love we love almonds, we love like trail mixes with like pumpkin seeds and all of that. But having fifty nine handfuls of it and killing the bag, you've taken it from a healthy snack to an unhealthy snack. So we're putting all the snack food downstairs. So we literally have to get up and go downstairs, find it in our freaking basement, mm-hmm. and then and then consume it right. Um, So, uh, that's kind of, kind of leads into the other, you know, the other laws. The second law, um, so that's making it obvious. So, the second law is make it attractive. So, this isn't always the easiest endeavor, but uh, Mr. Clear points out that to make a new habit attractive, again, you should stack it in with a habit that you want. Like I talked about before, I want to wash my face. That's something I have to do every day. So, I put that take a vitamin before the wash the face. And it seems really silly as I'm saying it out loud. I'm sure listeners are like, oh, that's kind of silly. It's a very small thing. But by continuing to take um, my vitamin, I'm going to get, I'm not going to have a vitamin D deficiency anymore. I'm not going to have an iron deficiency. Those things make you sleepy, make you sluggish. I'm going to get good energy. My body's going to perform because I mean, I know you can speak to that when you are not feeding your body the right things it's not going to perform like it should, right? Absolutely. Um... So that is, uh, you know, by making sure that your new habit is strategically placed up against or, or practiced with a rewarding habit, you're creating that prerequisite in your mind. So eventually, after however many days it takes to sink in, for some people, some people say 21, some people say 14, some people say 90, some people say 30, whatever it takes for that to sink in, now your body and your mind subconsciously say, okay, we get up, We go to the bathroom, we have to take our vitamin, and then we get to wash our face, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So the third law is to make it easy. And and we all know that the easier you make it, the more likely people are going to do it. We use this in marketing Mm -hmm. all the time. The easier you make it for people to click a button and just send you a text message rather than, here's my phone number. Now you have to remember it. Now you have to dial it in your phone. Now you have to save it in your phone the easier we make things, the more likely we are going to uh, continue to do it. And so um, this can come down to like planning your day correctly. So I was thinking about this. Um, I, I joined Planet Fitness. I love being at the gym. I love as odd as it is. I love the way it smells in there. It smells like this is what we're here to do. We're gonna work out. We're gonna crush it. Um, and getting to the gym, especially in the morning or evening or whatever, is not always easy. Or, like you said, at the end of the day, you're like, I'm not gonna do it. But then, yes, I am. So, my gym bag is always packed. I know you have 49 gym bags that are always packed. In my car.
2: <laughs> I, I was just saying that I'm like, I keep a gym bag in my car at all times and then shoes too. So, mm-hmm. I have gym shoes. In my car, I have three pairs of gym shoes at my CrossFit gym in my locker so that if I wear a pair of shoes home and somehow I take a different car that doesn't have gym shoes in it, I still have gym shoes at the gym. Two pairs of shoes. (laughs) And I I have three... No joke, three gym memberships. So I have to literally drive by a gym and not stop there. Drive and then by drive another by, gym, by another gym, and not stop there to get to my house. And then, literally, I my CrossFit gym is. Two minutes, a two minute drive around the corner. So like I I have zero and I have a Peloton upstairs. Like I, there are, there are negative amounts of excuses for me to work out because there are shoes and workout clothes and gyms and equipment everywhere.
1: Right. And so you've made it easy for yourself. And like you just said, you have to drive by, drive by. So when you're planning your week, like I do, and you say, okay, I, my goal is to go to the gym three times a week. When am I already out and about, right? So I'll, you know, Ryan and I both working from home, doing real estate makes it super easy for us to figure out who's doing what in the morning. We have two girls who need to be dropped off to elementary school and usually the baby needs to go to somebody, somebody else (laughs) who's not us, right? So I'll say, okay, on these three days, I'll take care of morning drop off because then I'm already out. My bag's already packed. I'm just going to go straight to the gym and then it's done. Yeah. Super easy. I don't have to go through the whole day. And I like to get my workouts done in the morning because I'm I'm very much like I'm sure most of our people out in listener land. By that you get to the end of the day, tank is empty and you're toast and it's done.
2: Well, that's actually science. I don't know if you knew that, but it, it's not just us or, or people. Um, the science behind your willpower. So your brain has a specific chemical in it. And you have so much of that chemical in the morning. And as you make decisions, that chemical, like every decision you make, like think about like you have a cup of water and that's the chemicals in your brain that control discipline and willpower, right? So as you're drinking out of that cup of water through the day and you're using your willpower and your discipline, it is dissipating. Okay. So that is why most people, you and myself too, run out of willpower and discipline at the end of the night because we have depleted all of those chemicals. And sometimes we deplete those chemicals with things we don't even realize. Like when you make a decision on social media to watch a reel or not watch a reel, you are depleting that that chemical in your brain. Okay. So there a doctor actually I was listening to a podcast with a doctor on it and it was in they were talking about nutrition and your willpower with your diet and she explained it like that is because you are using that chemical and that's why you may notice if you have a day where you stay off your phone You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so much more productive and I feel so much better. It's because we don't realize we're using all those chemicals and making decisions as we scroll. We're making a decision to keep scrolling or stop. We're making a decision to watch the video or not. We're making a decision to like it or comment or do an emoji. Mm. And these are all things we don't realize we're doing, but we are and we are depleting those chemicals in our brain for willpower and discipline.
1: So what I'm hearing is that the less decisions you make the more of this power juice you will have to last you through the day so total tangent i'm so glad we're here so by time blocking your day by like i do a daily review every single night so long as i don't pass out putting the kids (laughs) to bed but i try to do a daily review every night where i sit down Ryan and I talk, what's going on tomorrow? That way, tomorrow morning, I wake up. I don't have to make a decision if I work out or not. I know I'm getting up. I'm working out. And then uh, Ryan's going to take the kids to school because I have this call and this call. The less decisions you make, the more energy you're going to have. Because, I mean, making decisions is stressful, even if you don't realize it. Um, Deciding It's not just like deciding to feed your kids or pay the rent. Like, do I get gas before or after? You know, so...
2: Yeah, that's why you see the high performers, like how Mark Zuckerberg always has a gray t-shirt and jeans on, right? Like that's, he owns 800 gray t-shirts or whatever color the t-shirt is. It's because high performers know that... You only have so much of that that juice, like you power juice, it, right? Power juice. Yeah. So the more things that they can put on autopilot, the more brain power they have for important decisions and creativity. So like with workouts, set your clothes out the night before, like you said, set your stuff out. Especially like when I'm traveling, like I know I gotta get on a flight tomorrow. Like I even leave out my contact lenses, my toothbrush, like literally everything is out on the bathroom counter, even though it makes my OCD go a little crazy. <laughs> um I know that those are i don't have to make any of those decisions to open the drawer get out my toothbrush check my contacts, which lens is which do i have two of the same or different you know there's so many every every single thing that you have to do or decide on is taking away from that so the more you can autopilot the better that's why also food prepping on sunday we were talking to greg today and i was like Why don't you food prep on Sunday? Like, if you food prep on Sunday, you don't have to think about your dinners, your lunches. Am I going out? What are we eating for dinner? What are we getting? And you were talking about, um, you know, getting your cereal. Well, if you click list, don't put it in the cart. But right? the coupons, they give me digital coupons. You're, you're spending money that you wouldn't normally spend. If you don't buy the cereal, it doesn't matter if they have a coupon or not. You're saving the two ninety nine. Right? So those are things. So I will tell you one thing I do with my grocery list. I was just doing it before we started this <laughs> You concept. were. I delete things. So in my weakness at night, I'll add all kinds of stuff to the cart. The next morning, I'll go through the cart and delete the crap that I don't actually need. And I do that all the time. And then I, like, sometimes I'll I'll forget. And then I see Dave check out the groceries and I'm like, dang it. I didn't go through and, like, do my audit yet. So now we Uh, have pancakes and whipped cream. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think the kids need some Oreos. Knowing full well, they don't need Oreos. You are not doing your kids any favors buying them
1: sugary treats. We need a hundred pack of (laughs) popcorns. But that kind of circles back to the habits, right? Because yeah. you were saying the more you can put on autopilot, the less you have to drain out of that cup. Mm-hmm. So by trying to build these habits, you're allowing them to develop into a subconscious autopilot thing. Yes. I love it. All right. Make it easy is number three. Uh The final law is to make it satisfying, which speaks for itself. Make sure that whatever new habit you're implementing is satisfying. So you might be thinking, how in the world do you make taking a vitamin satisfying, right? Because they're huge and they taste bad and you're eating them before you're eating breakfast. So um, uh, because I'm a list person Mm -hmm. – I like checklists and moreover, I like checking things off the to-do list. So I have a daily to-do list. Um, it's basically an Excel spread. You've seen it. Mm-hmm. It's dumb, but I love it because it literally has all my dailies. I call them my dailies. And on my Google calendar, you will see a chunk of time that says dailies. And this means I'm working on taking, I'm making sure I took my vitamin. I'm checking that off. Um, movement, reading, but not just personal stuff. Sending my Facebook messages, DMing happy birthdays, doing my clearing my follow-up boss tasks, clearing my emails, and just making sure that I'm being able to check. So. You know, that might sound super nerdy. I'll wear the nerd hat, but checking a box off of a list and at the end of the week, seeing that list, which I end up throwing away anyways, but seeing that checked off is satisfying for me.
2: Yes. I'm the same way with my Google calendar. So I do the same thing. Like I wanted to implement an evening prayer journal. So I put a Google task for prayer journal and I'm the same way. I delete the tasks as I go through my day. So when I get to an empty day, I'm like how often does that happen
1: for you though where you get to a totally empty day
2: um at the end of every night so at the end of every night I have to have checked off everything on my google calendar so I delete them so at the end of every night I will have deleted every task I had for the day unless it's something that I can move to tomorrow like you know take back the uh, library books but I know they're due on Sunday but I wanted to take them back today well they're not due till Sunday I didn't get it to, to today I can move it till tomorrow right yeah so my Google is also color coded where if it's red it has to be done today that is not movable if it is orange that is actually a task for Dave he has to do it or remove it um, if it's yellow that is a Trent task so I know I need to text him and be like go pick up your script from CVS or whatever it is Um, and then if it's green, that's something that I have to be in person for. So that's like a meeting, a buyer's consult, listing appointment, um, the gym. So that, that is a big thing with habits too. They need to be on a calendar or a checklist or somewhere where you're going to see that like, I need to do this today. Right. Yeah. And then like you said, your satisfaction, yours is checking it off. Mine is deleting it so that every night before I go to bed, I'm like, I did all the things I needed to do today. My calendar is now empty. There are no more to-dos, right? Mm-hmm. And then I can look at my calendar for tomorrow and there are all my and colors. And go oh
1: crap, I got to start from I scratch. Know. I know, I know, I know. Shoot, I know. dang doodle.
2: Um, but it's very satisfying to to delete them and get them all done. And then I always know what I'm doing tomorrow too because my Google calendar is already ready for tomorrow. All my habits are on there. So I know I didn't I didn't miss my prayer journal tonight. I didn't miss my workout, you know. And if I need a little extra to do, like right now my gym workout says, you promised consistency, don't be a D, right? So like just putting gym on there wasn't enough. So I had to put myself – little extra on there, right? Kick in so, the pants there. little extra kick in the pants that, like, you promised your coach that is investing time in you that you were going to show up, so show up and do this. Don't wimp out and do a Peloton workout or some
1: yoga or something like that. Yeah, because you're just cheating yourself at that point.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. But we do it all the time, right? Like it's so – that's why we've talked about before accountability partners are so important because it's very easy to let yourself down or cheat yourself or – like we're amazing negotiators, right? That's what we do for a living. So when you negotiate with yourself (laughs) – You always win. Yeah, you always win, but you also lose, right? Like, if you don't show up, like, if I wouldn't have made myself get back in the car and go to the gym, I would not have got those two buyers, right? Yep. So you have to show up to win, and I did a race um, this summer where – me and Dave had stayed up late the night before and I was like super tired and I was not going to, I was actually not going to go and we had had our windows open. It was summertime and the door slammed and I was like, that's God's way of telling me I need to get out of bed and go to this race and I placed first place and Yay! it was the only race last year I placed first place for the winner And you ran 52. And uh, I did and I ran 52 races um, but that was the one and I was like, see, if I wouldn't have showed up, I could not have actually won a race, right? I couldn't have got that first place medal if I would not have showed up. And so like that really um, struck a chord and like resonated with me. Like I have to remind myself, like if you don't show up, you can't win, period. So being able to – I'm so glad you shared this book with us because you, you gave us some very easy tricks and easy ways to change your life by just going through those four things, making it obvious, Making it easy,
1: uh, making, making it attractive,
2: attractive,
1: and making it satisfying. Yeah,
2: I like that. I like that. And you can do that. Like when I first started working out, I remember um, a lot of times when I was trying to implement that as a daily habit. Like for me, it's every day I work out. Um, my coaches actually tell me to take a rest day. It's part of the program, but I still do something. <laughs> But anyways, when I first started, I would, I would be like, okay, you know, the satisfying thing would be going on vacation. So it, was, it would be like, okay, like stick your nutrition goals 100% perfect because then you're going to go on this vacation and feel good in that bathing suit. And so I would either like hang up the bathing suit or have pictures of the vacation or just something visually around me that I would see to know like this is going to be super satisfying when you get there. And then having those visual cues is so helpful right like if you want to start running set your shoes by the front door so you don't walk out the door without your running shoes or your yoga mat if you want to start yoga or food prepping if you want to change your diet or habit stacking like you did with your vitamin like yeah, love it.
1: Love it, love it, love it, love it. And it's, it's it, you know, it can be business related too. We talked about a lot of personal stuff today. But also, like like Andy says, um, you, you can't be mad about the progress you didn't make for the work you didn't do. So like prospecting. I know for a fact that most agents in our industry, cold calling, being on the phone, especially because we're in the society that we're in right now where everybody's texting and DMing and blah, 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 you know. Um, being on the phone is still super important because um, text cannot convey tone, Mm. you know, tonality. Um, And so you can come off as super annoying and pushy if you're DMing and DMing and DMing. But being able to call somebody, make that connection, build that rapport is super important. Um, And finding a way to make that satisfying is not always easy. But I think that one way that you know, like Ryan and I have have done it is we keep track of how many calls we've made, how many have converted to nurtures, how many converted to active leads, how many we have converted to appointments, and that's satisfying too because it's it's motivating. You say, okay, last week we made fifty calls each. We got um, you know fourteen new leads. Two of them are ready to go right now, so we're working these. And what's going to be satisfying is the freaking paycheck is what's going to satisfy me. Yes. So, like you said it's hard to visualize that. But I mean, I had one girl, she photocopied money and she put it on her fridge. She put it on her headboard. She put it on her mirror. And so there was literally copies of dollar bills and, you know, 50s all over her house because she was remembering this will be satisfying. This will be satisfying. Having the money, paying off the debt, you know. So if you need any help putting a plan together, uh you know putting these laws into effect um i'd love to hear from you we would love to work with you my email is kylie at mystarsacademy.com feel free to shoot me an email you can find us on social media we're on facebook instagram twitter um or you can head over to mystarsacademy.com the agent accelerator program can help you kind of implement a lot of these build um good habits that are going to benefit you in your personal and your professional life
2: Absolutely. And we also give the resources like you were talking about, um, tracking your numbers. So that's uh, key performance indicators are what those those things are that you were talking about. So if people have ever heard, you know, KPIs, key performance indicators, um, we actually give downloadable resources on MyStars Academy where you can get a KPI tracker and be able to track how many calls you made, how many converted. And I always tell all my agents like, you know what the best way to get out of a crappy mood is? Get a new listing, (laughs) get a new buyer. So if you're ever having a bad day, The best thing you can do is get on the phone and turn that day around and get yourself a new client because nothing gets you more pumped up than having a great like i am always on cloud nine when i get done with a buyer's console or a listing appointment i'm always like so excited and they're so excited we're gonna do something great we're gonna make these dreams come true and like we are super pumped up right and you know same with recruiting when i get a new agent or i finish an interview it's like it's just the best feeling and it is satisfying and again you just gotta show up and and do
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. So remember, take these home with you, make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, make it satisfying. Even if it's just taking a freaking vitamin or you're restructuring your whole life, like I like to pretend that I'm going to do every single week. But <laughs> um drop us drop us a review. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, um give us a like, uh, five stars, leave us a love note, make sure you subscribe because you know you love listening listening to us and getting all of the nuggets that we're dropping. I feel like we're like like flower girls. We're just like walking down the aisle, throwing these little nuggets out. You get value. You get value. Right. You get value. And we just really want everybody to be successful, whether you're in real estate, whether you're a mom, whether you're a pilot, whether you're working at Kroger. You know, there's something for everybody here. So come back every Thursday for a fresh episode and get some more grit, grace, in real estate. Woohoo!
0: We thank you so much for joining us today on The Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend and drop us a five-star review so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our YouTube channel, The Elite Life Podcast. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.